why does that countdown sound so slow? Melancholy. It didn't. You know what? That countdown was a countdown, like it normally countdowns. <laughs> if y'all know, y'all know. Y'all know. Usually it hits me. I'm like, I'm like, oh, take that, take that, take that, take that, take that, take that. <laughs> this week, I'm like, send in the clouds. <laughs> send in the. Never mind. Anyway. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Like, oh, like it matters. Like it really matters. So, I, don't, I don't know any. I don't know any of the other songs. I'm gonna be real with you. All I know is in the clowns. It's the only part I know. It don't matter. Whatever. <laughs> hey, what's going on, folks? Um, <laughs> you know we gotta start this show off with something random as hell. Oh my god! Welcome to another jubilant. Ooh, 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 ooh SAT words. <laughs> jubilant. Uh, edition of Fandom Initiative. Welcome, bienvenue, Jumbo. Uh, buenos dias. Um, hey, what's going on? That's pretty much yeah. That, that's it. I don't. I don't. I just can't. I don't know. <laughs> the weather is beautiful outside. Um, this is what's the Saturday before um Easter? Does it have a name? Mm, no, not really. Um, <laughs> uh, this is um. <laughs> Sensational Saturday. I, I mean, good, good Friday. Well, you know what? It's good, and you get sensational. Then it's Easter. <laughs> Does that? I don't know, folks. Whatever. I, I don't know. Go, go find an Easter egg hunt somewhere. Leave me alone. Whatever. So yeah, it's the weather's getting to be much nicer. Um, the sun is out. It's great. It feels nice. Um, so that's a great thing. Spring is here. Spring finally feels like spring. Spring is springing. How are we supposed to spring? When it sprung. When it when it be springing. And then you sprang something. So yeah, there we go. Let's get this introduction out of the way, shall we, folks? <laughs> the man across from me. He is the cinema CEO. He is the cinema. God, he is the head hooligan in charge. This is Michael Williams. What's up, y'all? <laughs> the timing on that was impeccable. Good lord. Of myself, I'm the hungriest man in the room. You can take that however you like. Uh, hashtag the Dark Star. Hashtag Nevermore. I the holiday creator. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how long that sensational gonna, Saturday. I don't know how long that title is going to hold on. I don't know. That, I don't, that was like that was like trying to keep something together with tape, spit, staples, and dreams. That's what that was, brother. I hope these pants stay put. I hope they stay put. Nope, they're not. Oh my uh, I am the uh, hungry bleak. I am Antonio Pomares, and this is Fandom Initiative. How you doing, brother? I'm good, brother. I'm good. You, brother? I am what? What is it that he says? <laughs> Sensational Saturday. Wyatt, I am rolling. <laughs> if you know, you know. Tombstone. <laughs> God, I love that movie. That is one of the cool. Wyatt, I am rolling. Thank you, Val Kilmer. Thank you. And thank you for your interpretation of Bruce Wayne, too. I actually like your Bruce Wayne. Your Batman was eh, but your Bruce Wayne was actually pretty good. I kind of dig that. Played pretty nice, like, conflicted character with two masks. It's great. Anyway, uh, it's been a week. Uh, I hope everybody's doing all right. hope you're all okay. You, Whatever you got going on, I hope you're safe. hope you, you know, I'm taking care of yourself. Speaking of taking care of yourself, ask Michael. So, so Michael, so what do you want to do with um, this week's episode? 
I was like, well, let's talk about Bruce Willis retiring. I said, all right. There's a litany list of movies that this cat has done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Die Hard. Uh, the, well, actually, the whole Die Hard series. On, on mm. I should say the series. I shouldn't mm. just say Die Hard because they've been just wildly popular. Uh, the um, Bonfire of the Vanities. You can say what you want about the movie, but still, it's 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 there. Um, one of my favorites, Hudson Hawk. I don't care what nobody says. That movie, I watched <laughs> the hell out of that movie. Bro, I watched the hell out of that movie because it's just. Yeah. Put your right foot in. You put your right foot in. <laughs> you put your. You know what I'm saying, and we get a a a a um a a rare a, a, an early appearance from uh Lorraine Toussaint. Yes, I ain't mad at that. I love me some Lorraine Toussaint. She's awesome. Um, and I mean, one of the first things we know him for was Moonlighting. Yes, the that was kind of the first will they won't they show. I want to say, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And you know, if you those of you who've seen it, because I'm sure I'm sure there's some people who follow us or watch us probably haven't seen it. Um sorry. You would know that uh that was also one of the like the first shows that kind of had the the behind the scenes tension sort of spill over and people actually knew about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that, uh, you know, he and Sybil Shepard didn't really get along on that show at all. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of that was because he basically became a huge star. <laughs> and he, you know, at times kind of blamed her for delays and shooting moonlighting which was a wildly popular show in 1985 to 1989 wildly popular i was glued to the screen with that show that show was just (laughs) yes you know and it was just if i I don't even know where you can stream that at i don't know if you can stream it i don't know in fact that that's something that came up this entire week like people have been asking like where is this show available to stream Mm -hmm. and it's not it's not on any streaming service actually abc still owns the rights to the show so most likely i would think in time when that's going to be i have no idea but it probably will wind up on moonlighting if they don't if someone doesn't purchase the rights from them which i doubt is going to happen the the funny thing about is like it's not even on like and you would think a show like that, you would get it somewhere. Yeah. Um, but it's also one of those shows like, would you really go back and watch it? I'm, I'm, I'm and, and that's not me trying to be funny. I'm just saying, because that's like me saying, oh, you know what? I'm going to go watch uh, Remington Steel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and again, it's not trying to be funny. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, will I? Like, like will I go back and watch? Well, actually, I, I would actually go back and watch Stingray because... You know, <laughs> Nick yeah. Mancuso. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, Nick, you know, but it, there are some shows that you would think about. But again, to go back and watch something that was his his first huge vehicle, yeah, and propelled him forward. Yeah, I mean, that was a show that was, yeah, and it was hugely popular. Like, I was glued to the screen when that came on. It was one of the first shows that I learned about seasons. Mm. 
for a television show because you really didn't know about seasons back then. You didn't know mm-hmm. what have you. So I it was one of that and Three's Company were the two shows that taught me about seasons and ending and reruns and then new ones coming up, yep. stuff like that. Well, that and also um uh, uh, um Saturday morning cartoons because they would have you know the Friday night yeah before yeah, yeah. like they would get previews yeah but, but yeah this was one of those things and then we we get. I mean, the, the thing that even made him an, an even bigger star was the harmonica. Let's talk about the harmonica for a second. Let's, no, I'm just joking. Okay, I'm just joking. But we all do remember the harmonica. He had yes, that everywhere. The harmonica. He, had, yes. he had that harmonica everywhere. Yes. Uh, no, uh, Die Hard. Christmas movie. No debate. Christmas movie. One of the best Christmas movies. Uh, and just one of the best. It started a whole trend. Again, this is one of the first of the movies of like, okay, a guy's trapped in the building, terrorists or whatever criminals have taken over the building, bank robbers, what have you, one man against this whole army. How does he overcome these odds? You yeah. let Alan Rickman fall to the ground. That's apparently how you overcome <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, huge. Huge. Yeah, I mean... Huge. Beyond huge, actually. Yeah, I mean, that... It's always the one for me. Like it's always the one movie with guys like this that you kind of see like this guy's gonna be a huge star. Like you, you knew he was gonna be a huge star from Moonlighting, and he comes off doing, you know, towards the latter half of Moonlighting, he did a movie called Blind Date. Oh God, people, yeah, which people loved because he was awesome. great in it. Kim, Kim Basinger, Basinger yeah, um, and then he did another movie shortly after that uh, called Sunset. Oh man, Cowboy Tom Mix. Damn, yeah, I kind of yeah. Yeah, and then like he's he, done so much, you really forget yeah. about a lot of it. Yeah, he's, and then he gets James Garner. Yeah, yeah, and then he gets a movie that literally, literally changes his life, and that's Die Hard. And I'm trying to think when I saw Die Hard, I I'm pretty sure I cut out of school and saw Die Hard. And I don't even think I paid for Die Hard. I there was a theater on 42nd Street where you could literally go downstairs and like down this like long tunnel that you had no business going down, but then come up the other side of the stairs into the other theater. I forgot what I saw that day, but I saw Die Hard second, and I didn't even pay for Die Hard. And back when you could theater hop, yeah, back when you could theater hop, and people didn't frown upon it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just knew I was like, this guy is gonna be huge. <laughs> like Die Hard is that kind of movie. Like it's a life-changing kind of film like no one had ever seen a movie like that before at least where it was like you know here's this guy who's you know just trying to to go see his wife (laughs) at a party and then everything just sort of goes sideways right and then he becomes kind of this larger than life character that he manages to play how many more times in his career after Die Hard? Five? One, Five more times? Two, three, 
I don't know if it's five. Wait, Die Hard two would oh, die. Uh, that one, the, the airport one, the one with Samuel L. Jackson, mm-hmm. the one with his son. So, so maybe four times I want to say four more times, yeah. four something like that. But there were yeah, I, a handful of them. Yeah. There were a plethora a of plethora, Die Hard. Yes, a plethora. Yes, and I mean, Die Hard is a living legend even to this day. Like mm-hmm. reclassified as a Christmas movie, which it is. It's science. It's science. I'm sorry. I, I, I even have like a. I even have like a uh, like a. They made like a children's pop up book to Die Hard, <laughs> a couple of years ago. I actually have it around here somewhere. There's a Funko pop I want to say too of um, mm. of a uh, John McClane. Yeah. You know yeah. the and I mean so many quotable lines yeah. in the movie, but that only he could actually deliver. Oh, absolutely. I mean, honestly. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few uh, laughs. When he's in there, you know, yippee kaye. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to actually say it because I'm trying not to use profanity on the show, folks. I'm trying Absolutely. to be the person. Stuff like that. Yeah. It just so, oh, Hans. I just shut up, Clay. Shut up. It's yeah. John. Yeah. Booby. Baby. What's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, this makes a star, makes a star in America out of Alan Rickman. Yeah. For sure. Because if Alan yeah. Rickman doesn't do Die Hard. I don't know that Alan Rickman does any of the other movies that he does. Mm. You know, in the States, for sure. Um, I mean, I don't love all of the Die Hard movies. Mm. I probably, the best ones to me, and incidentally, they're directed by the same guy, are the first and third one. I'm trying to think. First one and then Die Hard with a Vengeance are directed by the same director. The other three are not. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the third one is where it's him and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Which has but that that's great... the one that's most related to the first one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, the second one was just it was just another Christmas movie. Yeah, basically. I don't know if we can classify that one as a Christmas movie. Like, no. like at a certain point, you just go, I ain't going nowhere during Christmas. I ain't mm-hmm. going nowhere. Mm-hmm. I'm staying my asshole. Exactly. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Exactly. The third one, yeah, the first and third one are the best. Um, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to even remember the other ones really. And I, I know the Timothy Oliphant was a villain in one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, That's we also have, God. yeah, then we have, um, yeah, yeah, totally zones. Oh, oh, um, played Hans's brother. Um, Simon yes. says, uh, uh, was, yeah, uh, to Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they have, yeah. And then we start getting other movies from him. Yes. Um, I'm going to talk about Hudson Hawk. Okay. Y'all can say what y'all want. (laughs) This movie had me in so many ways because it was so off the wall wacky. And you have a a really, like a cast. You have have Bruce Willis. You have Danny Aiello. Mm -hmm. You have, I'm trying to think of who was his love interest in there. Um, Oh, my God. It's been so long since I've seen the damn movie. The thing that made me want to see the movie the most, I mean, aside from the really cool poster and the name and Bruce Willis, was the fact that he was on, I want to say Letterman, because he because he's he was legendary for doing Letterman. And he said, look, he told people, don't go see this movie. Don't go see it. It's horrible. It's like a cartoon. Just don't go see it. Yeah, yeah bet. So I'm going to watch this movie now, obviously. <laughs> and I remember seeing, watching it, and I was like, yeah, this is, and it's so off the wall. He plays... A cat burglar named Eddie. I can't remember his last name, but they call him Hudson Hawk. Mm-hmm. If you know, you know. I'm not going to explain Hudson Hawk to you. If you know, if you see me in New York, 
you see me tussle with Hudson Hawk numerous times because mm-hmm. it's brisk out by here. Hudson yeah. Hawk comes around a building, slaps you, and just takes all your money. That's what Hudson that that win. Yeah. And it it just becomes this crazy thing of someone hiring him to um to steal something after he just got out of prison for being like this incredible like um cat burglar jewel thief. Yeah. And it's a completely I can't remember the last time I even saw it on streaming. It may have been Hulu, maybe. Hulu may have had it. I'm trying to remember. But it's if you if you want something to just completely whacked out just off the wall zany brainy like yeah like kind of a live action cartoon like comedy then go watch Hudson Hawk I loved it as a kid I think if I watch it now I would go all right but it still is like yeah this is, and it got I think it bombed mm-hmm. it did and <laughs> it, did. it like people talked about it I don't care yeah the movie still hit me and it hit and it's it must have made some type of um imprint on things too because when you say Hudson Hawk people know what movie you're talking about yeah oh, absolutely. absolutely so y'all can say what y'all want not, not, not all bad movies that bomb are necessarily bad films yeah. people just didn't understand them the first time that they watched them yeah you and it's just, I mean? it's, it's just like I'm thinking about it now him and him and Danny Aiello singing side by side parallel to each other while they're both like help, like each of them are doing their jobs for this this heist I don't know why it's and Danny Aiello. Danny Aiello, who is just you see him side by and they're singing. Yeah, it's just off the wall. But it's I'm trying. Who the hell was his love interest for that movie? Uh, oh my god, I'm trying to remember the cast for this movie because it's a, it's a real, it's a like if you say the names now, you're like oh my god. Um, because she played a nun. But she wasn't a nun. She was no, 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 no. She was a nun, but she was working for the Vatican because he was trying to steal this, these pieces of art that would tell you where this treasure or or jewel was, something like that. Andy McDowell. Oh my God! Yes. Holy cow! Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 There's, yeah. There's just so much. It's so off the wall. That yeah. yeah. Um. Oh my God! What's I'm, I'm trying to think of like all my Bruce Willis movies. That he, he did a movie that got some, some, uh, some buzz because there was a nude scene for him. I think it was like a full frontal. Uh, you talking about before Hudson Hawk or after? I want to say this. This was after Hudson Hawk. Yeah, yeah. This was after Hudson Hawk. Unless uh, you don't know have another movie he did before Hudson Hawk where he did full frontal. Oh, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Um. Something red, maybe? No, no, no. No, actually, I was no. just looking at it before I looked. Because he was... Color of Night? Oh, I don't know why I think of red when I think of that movie, though. For some reason, I think of red. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, think it, I think it's like the movie poster. is like something red is in there, and it's very prominent, and my eye always catches to it. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Yeah, Color, yeah that I, one. Color of Night is a... It's not a horrible film because I, I remember seeing that in the theater. Call of Night's a weird. I don't, I don't even yeah. know what to say about it as far as them thinking Bruce Willis, other than Bruce Willis is basically a huge star at this time. Mm-hmm. And Jane March, who 
is his love interest in the film, did another controversial film prior to that. And it was almost like they were trying to capitalize on that drama and 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 controversy that was out there. Jane March did a movie called The Lover before that. Mm. And that was like an NC-17 movie that I actually also saw in the theater. I don't even know who I went with to go see it. Yeah, that was, um, uh, it was that basically was Leon. It might have been. It might have been. I'm not even sure if it's him. But it might have been. For some reason, I don't know. For some reason, I, I see his face on every movie poster, though, because that dude is just so damn cool. Yeah, it, it might have been him when he was younger. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. And I feel like Jane March at the time was probably hot in Hollywood for all the wrong reasons, if you understand what I mean. Radioactive hot. Yeah. Yes. And they were just kind of like trying to capitalize on her controversy hotness and they did this movie called Color of Night which is basically an erotic thriller probably closely to the tune of this one that's on Hulu now with uh oh uh, uh Ben Affleck, Affleck and, and um Anna the Arms. Yeah, um Deep Water. Deep Water. Yeah. yeah. Um it wasn't a bad film. It's just not kind of memorable for him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the only and, thing uh, that's memorable for yeah. with him, anyway. Yeah, is yeah. that is it, is, is that scene frontal scene? Yeah, and then it's just kind of like he kind of meanders through these these other movies. You know, he does Die Hard with a Vengeance, mm-hmm. and then he does a movie that. You would never associate Bruce Willis with Terry Gilliam, and that's Twelve Monkeys. That movie—I didn't see that movie for the longest time. I didn't see it for the longest time. Then I watched yes. it, and I was like, "Oh, this is so." And I think just because of the look of it, mm. and Terry, my, my mileage may vary with with me with with him. Mm. Because it's like it's certain directors at that time, if they mm-hmm. had something like a certain shtick or gimmick, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. or something that they were known for, they did it all the damn time. Yes. And there was no variation on it. So at a certain point, I'm just like, I'm not taking, I can't do it. <laughs> no, thing yeah, even happened to me. It, the only yeah. person I think that that didn't annoy me was John Woo. Okay. With slow motion. But okay. I think if I was to watch certain movies of his now, I would go, this movie is an hour and 30 minutes. This scene is an hour of it. How are these people moving this damn slow? You know what I mean? But yeah, I but when I but then I watched 12 Monkeys and I was like, oh, wow, this is so. Yeah. And it really, it really it enforces um, how everything is a circle and time. And mm-hmm. sometimes you um, you bring about your own demise. Mm-hmm. And not even realizing it, trying to trying to deviate from a path, and you end up going down the path you were supposed to go to begin with, mm-hmm. because the whole time, like fate versus actual free will and stuff like that, like it was, a, it was good. I actually want to watch the series, which I, I never did from Sci-Fi. I think it's still on Hulu. 
Yeah, I I tried Possibly. to watch. I tried to watch the series, and then I no. I don't know what happened. You know, you know, I tell you exactly what happened. I tried to watch it, and something they they did something weird with the the scheduling of the series. Like yes, yes, I had it scheduled yeah. on my DVR, and then when I tried to go and watch it, it was like a whole season was missing because they messed up the scheduling on it, and I was like, oh on and i just never went mm-hmm. back but what i what i saw of it i loved and the movie is just it's it's a classic it's it's an instant classic from the time you watch it yeah and uh, yeah and <laughs> yeah and, and brad pitt going against yes the the the, the type of pretty boy and you yes. know everything like that and being more i all for some reason i think of this and um fight club being linked somehow because it feels like it could be i mean it's not obviously but it yeah, just feels like yeah. just because of the way the character I know you. yeah yeah and it just yeah that movie was like became another like kind of iconic as well and this is after you know willis started shaving his head because mm-hmm. you know baldness and you know mm-hmm. back then anyway you couldn't be bald and be in hollywood or, or or have yeah. like a receding hairline, anything like that. The only person who could do that was Sherman Helmsley. Could not nobody else do that? <laughs> yes. Well, Sherman Helmsley and um, Michael Chiklis was the only two people. It's the only yes. two people. Yes. Uh, yeah. Started doing that, and yeah, that movie was that how how it did time travel, and it, it's actually sadly relevant now with the pandemic mm-hmm. and such. So it makes you think about it. That was a good. I I, I do want to go go watch this, but I, yeah, I do know what you're talking about when it. At a certain point, the schedule was it it like started here and it just ended up way back there to mm-hmm. the left because I think yeah it was something about a season too they I think they changed they changed something up it might have been the name or something too like a little tweak that messed it all up I think yeah. it went what two or three seasons yeah I thought it went I yeah say. I thought it went three or three or four four really I don't know why I want to say four Damn, but I could be wrong on that it could be three. But again, the way they did it was so, and I think there was a time gap in between. No pun intended. I think there was yeah. a time gap in between them too, which made it even more awkward. Yeah, it was. It was a mess. Yeah. Sci-fi. Talk about own demise. <laughs> we we could do a whole yeah, show at, on sci-fi own demise. Yeah, at that time it was really. <laughs> they changed the name. They changed like they were trying to do too much. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Actually, let, let me see how many seasons it was. It was four, yeah. Yeah. It, it was four, but oh, but they they're short seasons. Oh, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> they're like the most is thirteen episodes in the first two seasons. Yeah. Bet. Yes. Bet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm totally gonna. Yeah. All right. Let me yeah. put that. Oh, it's already on my list. I had no idea. Perfect. Wonderful. Nice. Christopher Lloyd was in this at one point. All right. Didn't see that. Jim from Taxi. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that was just a, a difference maker. Unfortunately, I think sometimes because of the way he acted um, and the image he portrayed, um, Jersey guy, I think he got stuck with movies that I think if they were released now, they would be better received. Yeah, better received just because of the story and such honestly mm-hmm. i think some mm-hmm. of them would be better received mm-hmm. I'd, i i i think if 12 monkeys was released now it would be even bigger 
it oh, was yeah. because of how yeah just the whole thing um i actually can apply that to one of my one of my picks a little later on when we get to it which when it came out was ahead of its time but i'll talk more about it when we get to it it wasn't judge your <laughs> retaliation is it i don't think that was ahead of the time. All right. <laughs> yeah. 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 all right let me just say um uh, yeah wow that would be really cool right now that's not i don't want them to remake it though i don't want a remake no, i don't no. because we already had a series so we don't need a remake yeah. after and a even, series and even the series is to me is very different mm-hmm. it's in the same vein but it's it's if in some ways it's its own thing yeah you know what i mean what you have to do you you can take that source material yeah mine it for what it is and keep that base and then go your own direction and yeah and make it really cool and fun and and your own you know yeah yeah, uh, yeah. so the, the next huge movie that he does is the fifth element yeah good old luke bissell yeah good old <laughs> yes. Lukey luke good old yeah. the other uncle luke good old yes. other un- uncle luke yeah which which is Fifth Element is so off the wall, it's hard to not like it <laughs> at all. <laughs> it, it, it is memorable, to say the least. Memorable because of this guy, because of um, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Uh, it basically is us being introduced to Mila Jovovich. Uh, is that her? Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. is because I thought there was something else with that bef- before with her, but it was I don't think it was as big as Fifth Element. Yeah. Uh Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, yeah. Um Yeah, just but the f- funny thing about this movie, I haven't seen it. Really? I haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Okay. Haven't seen it. Is there a reason or you just it's didn't get around to it? Just never got around to it. And when mm. it comes on, I go, okay. And I just flip right, right yeah, past it. Just... Watch it. I do. And it's not because I'm just like, eh, all right. You know yeah. why? Because I think I got burned because I watched what's name a couple years ago. Um yeah. uh, Independence Ascending? Day. Oh, I thought you were say Jupiter Sunday. Oh no. I've tried watching that. I want to like it because the story seems interesting, but I'm like, I just don't give a shit. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um yeah, I, I watched them in Independence Day, and I was like, "This must have been really hot back then." Because oh, now, the first one, uh, the first one, yeah, yeah. I watched it just before the new one came out, and everybody was like, "You haven't seen?" It? I was like, "No, haven't seen ET either." Okay. Never, never cared about watching it because I was more as a kid. I was watching other movies like horror movies and such like that. Okay. That instead of watching that, so while everybody was enjoying these ch- great childhood memories, mm-hmm. I was being traumatized by <laughs> by the Amityville horror and flies and bleeding walls. <laughs> so that explains so much about me. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So everybody said, "Oh, remember ET?" I'm like, Friday the Thirteenth, like Nightmare Before. Uh, excuse me, I'm, Nightmare Before Christmas, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I, I, I was watching that. I, I, I was watching these movies I should not have been watching. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, that 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 really adds up a lot. 
But that that's an iconic like even now people still quote that movie. People still use the jife of Chris Tucker, like well, any jife of Chris Tucker in that movie mm-hmm. on social media. So it's still iconic. And a lot of people they say when it comes on, they'll watch it. No matter mm-hmm. what part it's at, they'll watch it. So I mean mm-hmm. that that shows right there. Yeah, it, it's a very different sci-fi movie. It's, it's just very different. It's not run of the mill at all. And that's kind of what makes it special uh, you know mm-hmm. and um that's a Luke Besson thing too he yeah as much flack as I will give him because mm-hmm. I will give him plenty of flack mm-hmm. his his ideas can be out there and ahead of their time mm-hmm. but even though they're ahead of their time they'll still they'll be so iconic that people will still go back watch like but that movie was made how many years ago exactly and yeah. people will still flock to it people will I, I think people still might even like cosplay it as times just mm-hmm. at a random yeah so that even though it was ahead of its time it's frozen in time because people still go back to it and watch it yeah so so that's a great um benchmark there playing um what's his name dallas corbin dallas yes corbin dallas yeah corbin dallas okay yeah, yeah. i put the comma in there <laughs> last name first <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, um, and then you know he he has a a couple of movies that aren't that great that should have been good vehicles for him, but kind of weren't. Mm. And then he does a movie that is cheesy as hell, <laughs> but I know that there are people who love this movie. And let me remember who it's directed by. Oh God! Of course, of course. <laughs> Yuli Bowl? No, no. All right. Michael Bay, Armageddon. Gotta have that scene where stuff flying over. He got every <laughs> every movie. Remember what I was talking about about things that people do too much. Directors do too much in movies. Yes, that's one of us. Don't want to close my. Well, eyes. I, I'm, I'm like you. I'm like you, guy. I have not seen Armageddon because I've never seen it all, all the way through. I've seen yes, bits and pieces of it because Hollywood had the, the the bright idea at the time to put out two movies at the same time that were yes. basically about the same topic, mm-hmm. and one of them was the better film, and that was Deep Impact. That was the movie I saw, where Morgan Freeman was the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael the, said, "I'm going with the black president. Y'all yeah. is my. I'm going Which over was here." Just much more. I mean, Deep Impact to me was the more realistic out of the two of them. If you can say that either one of those situations is realistic, right? Well, and yeah, just, that makes sense because anything with Michael Bay is not going to be realistic. Right. That's just that right off the bat. Yeah, and it just kind of dealt with. It dealt with that whole topic just more realistically, and that's why I like Deep Impact. I've never seen Armageddon. Armageddon is, I mean, like I said, I've seen it, so I, I can yeah. piece the movie together. I think the most I've seen is maybe 40 minutes of it mm-hmm. in a row, like the end. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's at that time. It's a movie of its time. That's all I can say. Yes. It's, it's like Independence Day. But I think mm-hmm. I would rather go back and watch Armageddon than Independence Day. Something okay. about it, just I think because of the cast, it just holds together better because they're ridiculous. But Ben Affleck's in that film, isn't he? 
Yep, Ben Affleck's in this movie. Um, Liv Tyler. Um, uh, a little, little, little nepotism there with the with dad having that huge hit song. <laughs> rather have live around than the dad. Live is much more chill. I can't, man. How many how many scarves do you need, baby? Like it's not even cold outside. Like what are you like? What are you doing, baby? Like why are you constantly screaming? Why? Why? Like why are you? Jamie's got a what? Uh, yo, yo, calm down, baby. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are you ski? Why are you ski bobbing all in my kitchen? Yeah. It's like. It's like 90 <laughs> degrees, man. Why you got these scarves on your neck? Uh, how many crucifixes on at one time? This is, this is ridiculous, man. <laughs> There's no one color on you. There's no set pattern. You have every pattern on. You got leopard, tiger. You got chinchilla. Exactly. I've never seen chinchilla G-string. It's, it's incredible, sir. Yeah. Where do you shop for that? I know it wasn't at Target. Where'd you get that from? That yeah, that that would be, well, I mean, any Michael Bay movie. It was, he uh, for what it was, mm-hmm. he did great with it, if if that makes sense. Because it's yes. a ridiculous movie, and I think he's like the straight man of his group of individuals, his, of of the mining crew that he is. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's yeah, it's a ridiculous movie. But it's actually if you just want something that's a popcorn movie, like somebody just got to watch a popcorn ridiculous movie. Yeah, it's one to watch. It's I think it's always on stars for some reason. Yeah, might be on Netflix. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, they did have a. They did at one point just say, "Hey, what if a meteor hit Earth? Hey, let's all do a movie about it." Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then, and then, after after Armageddon, he does a movie, and this is the movie that I want to talk about. Where literally, this movie is ahead of its time, <laughs> and this is a movie called The Siege. Which yep, basically, which basically good. previews, basically the next almost twenty years of 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 political and and all sorts of relations on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. The, the the siege is just so on point and on time. And one of the rare instances where you have two huge stars in the same movie together, and that's Denzel Washington, who's probably a bigger star at that point than Bruce kind of is. He still is a bigger star than Bruce. Yes. But but you also have um, Annette Bening. And Annette Bening, yes. Yeah, Annette I want to make sure. The Siege is just criminally underrated. It's great, and it's on Hulu. (laughs) <laughs> yes. right now i think it's on netflix also um mm-hmm. but this movie yeah, I, I remember watching it and tony shalhoub as well mm-hmm. yeah tony shalhoub who um i'd never watched um the hell was Monk? that tv show he did yeah I never because it just seemed like it dragged on and it just yeah, i, I it, can't it take that on. it's a it dry on. ass premise <laughs> yes i'm just but his but he's a great actor like i yeah. watched him in wings like when mm-hmm. I, I was there with him in wings yeah, the, the Siege was one of those movies. That's one of my favorite movies of his, honestly. The, the Siege is literally a warning of what's going to come. I literally. That right next to, like, Die Hard and Hudson Hawk for me. And it's funny because he's the starring Denzel Washington, Annette Benning, and Bruce Willis. Like, he's, like, the third name. Yeah. But yeah. he's such a presence in it as 
that military um, a figure mm-hmm. and shutting everything down and, and saying martial law. The, yeah, the movie was ahead and it was just so well done. And you get really, really great acting from all four of like the main people in the story between oh, yeah. Denzel, Annette, Bruce, and Tony. You get this really, yeah, damn, man. Yeah, I, I might have to watch it. I might have because I've been watching FBI recently on Paramount. So someone wants to work now. Um, even though I have to sign in every time I use it on my PS4 now. Mm-hmm. I, but I'll take it if it means I get to watch actual TV on my TV. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this show was so, um, excuse me, this movie was so, I remember wanting to watch it and watching it. And I was like, yeah, this is really, and watching it again and going, this is really, yeah. And you're not expecting that from Bruce Willis. You're not. Mm-hmm. And he gives you there's no one liners, there's no quips, there's no jocularity, there's no flirt. It's just him being this mili- this career military man who is issuing a martial law. And I'm like, this is cool as shit, man. Yeah. 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 Oof. Yeah. Yeah. That and might it- be his best acting role. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah, I yeah, I I yeah. I would I would agree with you there. There's actually one other movie that's coming up that I probably think he's also really, really good in, but uh, I'll, I'll mention that when we get to it. But after that, he basically becomes M. Shine, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's muse. <laughs> he gets Unbreakable in 2000, which still to me is among M. Night Shyamalan's best movies, and it's just a really good movie. Like, period. Mm. Like, being able to kind of deconstruct the whole superhero, which basically is kind of funny, right? It's ahead of its time. It basically deconstructs the whole superhero myth thing that we love now almost what? Eight years ahead of time? (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? It it just goes much deeper into it. It's yeah. It definitely gives you that that deepness of it. And then to do end up doing an unseen trilogy. Yes. Between Unbreakable, the, um, yes, the split, split and Mister or Glass. Yes, Glass. Excuse me, Glass. Which we could never have even known was going to happen in two thousand. No. Right. Like it was just like oh well we saw Unbreakable and like. Yeah, okay, this is a good movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we didn't think at all there was a possibility that that could happen. Well, we did, especially not, especially watching Split and then seeing the end. Yeah. And it being an after credit scene, mm-hmm. which normally you would think that it would be a parody of an after credit scene, but it's not. It's saying, okay, well, if this is what you guys are doing now, let me do this and let me mm-hmm. like really just you know knock this one out of the park yeah exactly 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 and him still having the you know like the uniform for like the what, what, what was he like a zookeeper or something like that some... no 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 it was, no but it was some type something with a bit because he was still like a security guard some type of thing like that because that was his job to begin with yeah and yeah that movie all three of them like even, even if you watch them back to back which I think it's much better that you didn't get that. I think it's great that you had to wait 
mm-hmm. so many years mm-hmm. in between because you're not thinking of it. It's the yeah. last thing on your mind. You're not even thinking about M. Night Shyamalan like that. Yeah. And then you see it and you go, wait, what? And it just mm-hmm. throws it out. Those were, yeah, th- those movies are just really good. Then you have, I mean, the one that really, the people kept going on, kept going on, kept going on, kept going on. Have you seen that? Have you seen it? Oh, no. That's where spoiler really came from. Yeah. And you have the sixth sense. Oh, my God. Which is <laughs> oh just, God. that was a huge game changer. And one of those movies where you have to go, and it actually did like influence a lot of other uh, horror movies, suspense movies, what have you, where you have to look back at things and go, "Oh wait, I missed." Oh wait, yeah, there is I'm, I'm like glad. That. Yeah, I'm glad you said that about spoiler because I think the Sixth Sense more than any movie that I can remember in a very long time, almost sort of created this like subgenre of people wanting to break down movies. Like I think that was the first movie that just kind of like. Put people's brains in overdrive and i mean you look at it now look at it like look at it on youtube like we break down everything on youtube movies trailers <laughs> you know what i mean like well it's gotten yeah it's made people scrutinize things too as you all know it annoys the hell out of me yeah to be that just and everybody's trying to figure things out. It was one of those movies where you just watched it. You didn't try to figure it out. You just watched it and you were like, oh my God, wait. And you got this incredible payoff of a story mm-hmm. that you got actually within the first, what, five, seven mm-hmm. minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. You actually got the payoff. You just didn't know it. Yep. Um, shout out to Mark Wahlberg, too, because who knew that was him? As you're like, wait, what? That's Mark Wahlberg. What? Yep. Uh, but just that whole thing. Uh, uh, and also, uh, Tony Collette. So you mean you you get so much from that from that movie. It it changed not just again the way that we think of movies and such like that and storytelling, but yeah, the way that you look at things and some of you over obsess and analyze. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't it's so freaking annoying. And and now we got people say, Oh, I figured out in the first few minutes. Nobody asked you. No nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get a free movie ticket for that, jerk. Just sit down. Yeah, whatever. And I, I was gonna throw another movie quickly out there that I was saying that I think is also one of his best sort of acting works. And that's a movie. I don't know if you've seen this, brother. It's a movie called Tears of the Sun. I've seen that numerous times. Have you? Good a movie. Seen a movie numerous. One of the most heartbreaking movies. Yes. To see uh, for him, it's him and and his and and his team and his team of seals mm-hmm. um, going in to rescue um, these uh, this nurse and the, and and the people she's taking care of. It turns out that one one of them is a prince, the prince, right? Yeah, prince. So. And then it's pretty much. Him and his team going for like what is it, like forty eight hours or something like that that they haven't had sleep or something like that. Something they haven't like had that. rest. Uh, yeah, and going, and you see the the thing that kills me about this movie is the horrors of the war in Africa, mm-hmm. and uh, just the genocide and how they show uh, rape as used as a weapon and how they mutilate this woman. And it, it, I've seen the movie numerous times, but I can't take that scene. It's just one of the most 
horrific things ever. And Bruce just saying, look, I'm here. I want to get you here. And his team, when, it, when it's that last bit, and they're all trying to get through the field, mm-hmm. and they're just falling, and he and they're still trying to go. They're, every shot has to count. That might be one of, yeah. And it, it it's a gem because it's just, you're not expecting it. You, you think you're just going to get like this action or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's action there, but you get this story of the horrific things that happen in war and the horrific genocide that's happening in it that was that that goes on in in africa and it was just yeah it just uh it's heartbreaking and i think is it is it based on something that actually happened i believe so why am i why am i thinking that It might be loosely based on um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, like loosely based on something that happened. Like I don't like uh, obviously that's not going. I, I don't think that's a real story. Yeah, but yeah, war, like loosely based on something that happened. Maybe the war in Rwanda or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but that yeah, yeah, but that's a good and it's 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 an ensemble. Yeah, cast. Walker's kind of does yeah because um, uh, Monica Bellucci. Bellucci. Um, just who I'm, uh, God, yes. Um, yeah, but you would think because he's the biggest name that he would be the star, but it's like this ensemble piece where he kind of blends in with it and they all take their own turns. But that movie was, yeah, I've, I've seen it numerous times. I've seen it on like basic cable and I've seen it on, um, on premium, uh, cable services and streaming services stuff like that, just because it's a good movie. But when that scene comes up, I have to like just turn away because it's just, yeah. just the, the the brutality of it is great. But yeah, that 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 is another one that was a great one of his. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many, so many. There, there's a string of them, you know, and yeah. you know, sometimes you have to just. I, I think he started doing just the movies that he's been doing the last, I don't know, what, five, six years, something like that. Yeah. Just as a cash grab, which I can't be mad at him for that. Yeah. You know, just to build up for retiring and for having an illness. Yeah. Yeah. Which, look, that's a smart thing to do. It is. Uh, which actually, you know, is just. It, it makes the most sense, honestly. So it's again, you can see a lot of his movies on streaming services. You can see them. I mean, on cable, you'll see them pop up as well. You'll see them on um, on, on basic cable, you see them pop up as well. But yeah, if you just type in Bruce Willis, obviously, and you'll mm-hmm. get there will be a string of <laughs> movies there mm-hmm. that if he's not in them, they'll probably be inspired by one of the movies that he did do because yeah. he's done movies that were before their time, like yeah. you said. Fifth Element, Twelve Monkeys, Die Siege. Hard, The Siege. Like these movies were ahead, so you're going to have movies that are emulating or straight out copying mm-hmm. them that may have premiered on Showtime. Um, back in the 2000s, late nineties. <laughs> I can think of one right now that was starring um a favorite action hero of mine at the time and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I watched this movie and I was like, 
this is just die hard in like the Alps. This is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm saying. But yeah, this is yeah. I mean, it, uh, again, you you do what you have to do for you and for your health and for your family. And that's what matters. Even if it's a but he's got this huge legacy. And just chill, sit back, and hopefully, just do good for himself. Yeah. Um. Real quick. Uh. Two of the comics that I got to read this week, which are great. One is one that's a maybe within the last eight months. I just read it recently and knocked me the hell out. It's called uh, A Righteous. <laughs> I love this title. A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. Long ass title, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is from, excuse me, this is from uh, Image Comics. This is writer is Rick Remender. Artist is Andre Lima Arahu. Uh, colorist is Chris O'Halloran. Letterer is Russ Wooten. And design is Erica Schnatz. This guy, who looks a lot like Benedict Wong, and I think that might be on purpose. Mm. Um, because if you know Benedict Wong's history, um, as far as... Um, Deadly Class and Rick Remender. There's a reason. So maybe this will get made into something and we'll get him as a lead. This man is trying to look for this house. He's looking for this house to talk to his family. It's a rainy day. It, he's just It's just been a long day. Takes a bus. Has to take another bus. Finally gets there. Goes into the house. Well, he knocks on the door. No, no answer. Goes to push the door. Door opens up. He goes in the house. He's looking around. He's looking around. He's looking around. Sees the family brutally tortured and murdered, sadistically. He's looking around. He's like, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Then he realized, wait, I'm here. I'm here. He goes and takes a handkerchief and wipes off all of his fingerprints off of everything. And that's how it ends. Mm. <sighs> yeah, that and the ending got me because I didn't expect to see that family like that. Uh, also, the fact that he's wiping off his fingerprints off of everything means maybe he's got a record. Maybe they'll automatically think he did something. And what is he looking for this family for to talk to them? You right. don't know any of this. The It's maybe about eight issues in. The first arc is already available in trade. Um, I, I, I have to keep going with this because that I was like, what the hell? And it was so out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Kind of, because there's a moment when he's in a store where you think something's not right. And that's all I'll say about it. But this mm -hmm. is definitely one to go check out. Like I said, um, A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. And the covers are absolutely beautiful, too. Um, yeah, the covers are yeah, the covers are beautiful. But Rick Remender, obviously, and it's vengeance. Um, you know, I love like stories about revenge and revenge. So, yeah. And like I said, why was he going to talk to his family? Why are you wiping your hand? I, I, I can understand wiping your fingerprints off, obviously. But then I'm like, why was the family murdered? Mm -hmm. What the hell were you talking? What what did you want to talk to him about? What has happened before this that caused this to happen? Yeah, I'm in. Give it to me. The next one, this is a new one. This is A Town Called Terror. This is also from Image Comics. This is writer Steve Niles. Artist Simon Kudrensky and letterer uh, Scott O. Brown. Um, husband and wife are home um, in the middle of the night. These men, um, like paramilitary, crash through the window, drug her, like shoot her with a dart, 
gets in the neck, drug her, snatch him. Next day, she goes to report the crime. Video, there's no videotape of it. It's all like been doctored. Everything was cleaned up. There's no sign. It hasn't been 24 hours either. So she goes, okay, so at the end 24 hours, she calls and she reports, oh, my husband has been kidnapped. The guy goes, okay, well, we'll figure it out. Meanwhile, the husband was taken, apparently back to his hometown, a town called Terror. Nice. And uh, the man who was taking him, the man who was driving him, knows him. He's a family servant or chauffeur or something like that. Mm -hmm. We also get a scene straight out of the reanimator. We see a torso on the um, on on a slab, a table slab. Mm-hmm. Then we see this assistant butler putting the leg back on, putting the arm, everything. Then putting the head back on. And once the person gets up, they say, "Next time, put the head on first. I say, "Wait, so this happened before? Hold on. Wait a second. Hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> and why do you think? And why do you think they think it's going to be a next time? Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I have I have, I have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. So you definitely got me in there. Um, you've got this wife trying to figure out what happened to her husband. You have what the hell is your family into? Where this is what happens and the mm-hmm. denizens of this town. What what goes on with this? Why did you leave? Mm-hmm. Were you running from this thing of whatever your family is? What can you do that? Or or do you have some other grotesque mm. gift? Yeah, what the hell? So, yeah, and I was just in a horror movie. I saw it, and I was like, you know, what, let me just. I was like, you know, what, let me just because I've been reading more because I've been a- able to read more um, with things getting better. Uh, and I was like, you know, what, let me grab this one too. I grabbed it. And I was like, what the? Because f-? I wrote, I read, a, um, a righteous thirst for vengeance, and then I read this, and I was like, I got I, y'all messing me up with these comics. I got to read some superhero because y'all didn't mess me up with these. These <laughs> stories are wild. Also, the titles are extremely long. But they are great. I was like I said, a righteous thirst for vengeance. I want to say is in maybe eight issues. Um, a town called Terror uh, debuted this week. First issue. I'd recommend them both. Uh, but right now we're going to go into our just a thought. And Michael has just a thought on. Oh, that's supposed to say work. Personal balance, not word. Personal balance. It, it is not a um, it word. Nami. <laughs> 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 Word. You you good, you good? Word. (laughs) Personal balance. I. No. Um. There, that's better. Yeah, I mean, I I think this just kind of struck me when, you know, Bruce Willis was kind of forced to retire because he has uh, a cognitive disease. Um, we need to take care of ourselves, folks. Like, you know, and I'm not saying that you run to the doctor every time, you know, you have a hangnail. That That's not what I mean. <laughs> like, I, what I mean is, you know, if you have an ache or a pain that you know, wasn't there last year or the year before last or something like that. And it is of any concern to you. You should go get it checked out. And I know that there are people who will say that they don't like doctors, you know, especially now or 
or they have some type of, you know, unfounded gripe with science. <laughs> but um, honestly, it's better to go get it checked and have them tell you that there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. than for you to chalk it up to being, you know, the, the, the WebMD crawler. <laughs> and then try to diagnose yourself and it could be something much much more serious and and i'm not saying that this happened to bruce willis at all i mean i think bruce had a very long career and who knows i mean who knows the cognitive disease maybe runs in his family who knows nobody knows and it's unfortunate that you know, this guy who's given us all of this art to sort of look at post-retirement cannot really do what he enjoyed doing anymore, right? But I think it just struck me to be like, you know, life is short. We all know life is short, and, and we found that out the hard way this last two plus years of being in this pandemic, right? And, um, you know, to me, it's just about, you know, go get yourself checked out. Take time for yourself. Take time to, you know, say what you want to say to loved ones and, and people who matter to you. Like, because you never know. You like you never know when that all can be taken away from you. Like that can be taken away from you in the blink of an eye, literally. And, and it's the truth, <laughs> literally. And um, you know, I mean, we we and I, and I think I speak for me and my co-host here. I mean, we want people to be okay. Like there's so much stuff going on in the world right now. We want you guys to be the best versions of yourselves right and you know this isn't us preaching about you know eat the right way and exercise and all that other stuff like that stuff comes in time like that stuff that you have to kind of commit to and it's not something that happens overnight but <laughs> to me i felt like those things always kind of started with you having a relationship with your physician or a relationship with whoever you go to see to, you know, deal with wellness and, and things like that. And, and just kind of understanding that that person is there to help you. They're not there to kind of hinder you, you know, like just, just be good to yourselves at the end of the day, because who else is going to do that for you? You have to be the person that makes the first step. If you want to change things, you have to be the person who makes that step to start the catalyst of change in your life. And yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much all I can say to that point. Yeah, that's very true. Vance. Well, you, you just have to take care of yourselves and something don't feel right. And yeah. it's something that you've never had before. And you're like, that's new. 
It, it's new, but that don't mean that it's a good thing. Go and <laughs> exactly. get that. It, it's not it's like not a good new new. It's not it, the new it, new. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it ain't like, oh, a new TV. Oh, a, oh, a new car. Oh, I got a new watch. It's not that kind of new. It's not that. It's a new, hey, that uh, a new pain is like, oh, hey, that's a new pain. That's. I don't remember that one being there yesterday. Yes. And at a certain age, I'm not trying to be funny, but you wake up, you're like, oh, that. No, mm-hmm. that's that. That wasn't there yesterday. I know that wasn't. No, that's that. That wasn't there Tuesday. That happened Wednesday morning. Exactly. Because unfortunately, at a certain age, yes, we do. And people laugh at that statement. Must have slept wrong. Yeah, something happened in your sleep. We just nope. 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 Ah, the baby <laughs> called a doctor. Can you? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. my hip slipped. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Something don't feel right. Yeah, folks. Father time is undefeated, folks. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Eternity and O. He 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 the real he the real world champion. Yeah, just Eternity and O. Beating the Undertaker streak. I know that. That man is out here. And Eternity and O on everyone. Not just exactly. not just a certain streak of people. Everybody. 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 Your great 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 granddaddy didn't beat him. Oh, don't yeah and you know your great grandmother made the really good biscuits she she didn't beat him either she didn't trust know. me do you trust know? me you, you, you don't want to you don't want a war games match with eternity you, you definitely don't you're gonna try slap fighting all right go ahead you, that's gonna be the last time you try anything you're gonna wake up skippy dip that brother gone. Skibby dibby. Brother's gone. That's it. So what happened to George? Do you try to go up against eternity? What happened? Father Time was like eternity, you know. You better recognize. I mean, I was, there, was a, there was a lot of slow singing flower parade. That was it. That's it. Skibby dibby. That's it, man. When you hear that, you know. Them brothers with the casket was dancing like had that casket on the shoulders. They was like just bebop. It was like killing it. Exactly. Ironically enough. So on that note, you got any final words for the folks, brother? Uh, just keep enjoying all this good content we have out here. There's a lot of it. You know, would you say a plethora? A, a plethora, a plethora, yeah, a plethora of content. You know, Young Justice. Uh, There's stuff we haven't even talked about. Halo has been like under the radar. <laughs> yeah. Um, that dirty black bag, sixty yeah. first Street, I think it's called. That started on Amazon. First Street on uh, AMC. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I've been watching it on Amazon. Um, there's another one, um, uh, something beyond range or something like that, which is like a, like a Western, like a modern day Western kind of thing about a, um, about a ranch, um, start starring Josh Brolin. It's a series on Amazon as well. I'm like, where did, I'm like, when did you, when did, when did Thanos slash, t- um, cable, yeah. what, what, when did you, yeah. what the hell? So, I mean, there's, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff that we aren't even, like haven't even gotten to talk about that's mm-hmm. out there that mm-hmm. it pops up every week. There's something new. So just explore. Like I've been exploring Amazon lately and I've just been like, Oh wow. Just so many. If, if you enjoy like BBC shows, there's a bunch of them on there. Yeah. 
know. There's New Zealand. There's, uh, there's so many things out there. So go check everything out. Or, I mean, it, you can't check everything out. But, you know, stray off your path a little bit. You know what I mean? And go with services that you don't normally go with. Like I said, yeah. a lot of stuff's on there. There's a lot of stuff that's on Peacock. I was like, where all this come from? Mm. You know, uh, Paramount has a lot of stuff on there, too. Stuff that was on CBS that's now on Paramount exclusively. They did that with a couple of their series. Um, if you maybe don't have the, the pockets for something, um, Tubi. No, 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 no. Um, IMDb TV is free. Um, what's the other one that's free? Pluto? Uh, yeah, yeah. Pluto is free. Pluto is like random. They give you <laughs> everything on mm-hmm. there. I can watch wrestling. I can watch golf. I can watch um, gamers. I can watch anime. It'll be subtitled. I can watch cooking, like original Iron Chef on there. Mm-hmm. It's just everything. Movies, there's everything is on there, which yeah. is great. So, yeah, go check out everything that's, or, or try to check out everything that's out there. Stray off the path a little bit and find something new for yourself, folks. It's great. Um, Me? Y'all already know. Get that lotion. Get that lotion, man. I'm telling y'all. Yo. I got some exfoliator last week, and I was like, it's time oh, to put in work. Oh, boy. I got the <laughs> almond milk and honey exfoliator to go with the almond milk and honey body butter. Can't tell me nothing. <laughs> this skin, can't tell me nothing. Can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me my knees don't look nice. My knees is out. <laughs> knees is out. You know, but... In the summer, uh, summertime will be right around the corner. Spring is finally starting to, you know, look nice. Get out and enjoy some fresh air. Some sun. Even if you're just sitting on your patio or you just take a walk around your block, you know, if you don't want to go out, out, you know what I mean? Like, you know, out where everybody is out there or what have you, just go and check those, you know, do those things and, you know, just get some of that fresh air in your lungs. If you have allergies, maybe some type of mask or something like that. I'm not trying to be funny, but if you, you know. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be bad. It, it, it gets worse every year anyway. So, Yeah. You know, but if you can, yeah, just, just go out there and get some, some sunlight. You know, read outside. Just do, you know, just, you know, make sure that you take precautions. If you need the sunblock, get your sunblock. I don't know what the hell number y'all be. I, no, I don't know, white folks. I don't know what numbers y'all wear. I'm be really, I have no idea. But black people should wear it, too. I, if you're in the sun so for a very long time, you should get it. But I know white folks, y'all gotta y'all need like SPF ninety five or whatever y'all rating y'all star rating is. I don't whatever your Yelp rating is. I don't, I don't know. Whatever your Yelp rating is, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Look, good, good good luck with that whole thing. It's great. <laughs> On that note, this has been Michael Williams. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am Anthony Pomaras and as always, do the best you can with what you got, because in the end, that's all that you got, folks. So enjoy the day. Um, drink some water. Take your meds, um, whether it's for a physical or mental ailment, and um, eat something tasty. All right? It is about that time. yippee mother. Welcome to the party, pal. Like every line in that movie is quotable. <laughs> Nakatomi. There's a site. It's called Nakatomi Towers. Um, dot com, I think, where you can get like really cool T-shirts, mm-hmm. like geek t. Like that's where I got my Wakanda shirt. That's 
in in the Wu-Tang font where it's the mm-hmm. W that like the Wu-Tang W mm-hmm, but it's, mm-hmm. that's Wakanda mm-hmm. I got it from there like they have a, yeah the, the fact that you that your movie is spurred like inspired the name of this site mm-hmm. with these geek and fandom t-shirts is just awesome yeah mm-hmm. Nakatomi Towers remember Christmas you're yeah, all right <laughs> you can't say you're have have chap knees you can't you can't you can't all right y'all shoulder shaking peace